Welcome to Thunder Thighs and Lightning, a true life comedy podcast about the modern day hustle. I'm Kristen. And I'm Kat. And this podcast has been deemed explicit due to crass language and the absurdity of who we are. Pants are not required. So today we are addressing all of our emails, our messages, our questions, and even some stories you guys have been sending to us. We love them. Thank you. We um, appreciate it. We appreciate all of them. the questions are really Yeah, they're, they're a good read. Um, so uh, we've been going through all of them. But um, when you do send us material, if you could please share with us if you'd want us to share your name or not or your location. Some people are asking questions that are a little bit more on the um, like OnlyFans questions <laughs> and yeah. and uh, questions about like pyramid schemes and things like that. And so it's like <laughs> we don't want to like call anybody out or and make anybody uncomfortable on air. Um, but yeah, if you could just do that with your message, that would be rad. <laughs> Um, don't worry. We Instagram stalk everybody who slides into our DMS and also all of the Facebook. So yeah, so we know the info, but maybe you don't want all of our listeners to know. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We know what you look like. Okay. So our first one is fucking great. It's from, um, one of our listeners, Steph from Seattle, Washington. Seattle. Uh, she writes in love, love, love your podcast. My girlfriend and I have been together three years and have survived quarantine together. Prior to COVID-19, we also worked together as bartenders. With both of us losing our jobs, we began filming ourselves being intimate and making money online. We've been very successful with this new quote-unquote job and are, and are making more money now than we did working a quote-unquote real job. It started out really fun, especially as the money came in, but now it's taken over our relationship The only time we seem to actually be together, there's always cameras involved and direction from our viewers. Hmm. Now she is not interested in returning to our bartending jobs and wants this to be a career for us. But I'm concerned about how this will affect our relationship long term. What are your guys' thoughts? Ah, Big thoughts. I made notes. This is like a, it's like, this is like a uh, Dear Abby. I know. Dear TTL. I know. I'm like, get it, girl. Like you you guys (laughs) must obviously, if you're like a bartender, two bartenders in Seattle, like, and you're, I'm guessing, I don't know if they're on OnlyFans or what. Just move to a sex work job. Yeah, for sure. But the fact that you're making more money than like, you know, that's pretty awesome. That's yeah. pretty rad. It also Congratulations. Sp- I think it also speaks volumes to a, a minimum living wage in this country. Yeah, definitely. That is probably a different podcast episode. Totally. But because we brought it up, everyone that's listening, um, advocate for a minimum living wage across the country, particularly for those in the service industry. <laughs> plug. That's <laughs> not, plug. that's not what this is about, but all right. So what thoughts did you take notes on? Um, number one was porn doesn't last forever. Like I watch all those documentaries about porn stars and where they are now. (laughs) Yeah. As a career, as a career, it does not last. Sure. Keep something that's going to keep the bartending gig. And then my suggestion was take nudes and sell them on your off days. And then you can make a fuck schedule. So you can have some alone time together where maybe you only fuck on camera or do whatever you do. For me, it'd be just eating sandwiches on camera (laughs) Um, for like three nights a week or something. I don't know where it's still profitable, but maybe like on those off nights, like, or pre-record some stuff. I don't know. know Well, like you're saying, making 
making a schedule is just like what you would do with any job, right? Like if mm -hmm. you're a bartender, most bartenders don't work at their bar and then and then go to their bar and then go to other bars. And then, you know, if you're yeah. like making pizza and eating pizza all week, you don't eat pizza on your off days. Yeah. So like, I think just making a schedule in general so that work is work and personal life is personal life is probably really helpful. It also worries me a little bit. Like if one person in a partnership wants to keep doing this and then yeah. one person in a partnership doesn't, Yeah. I feel like that's a conversation that's, bigger than just returning to bartending versus continuing sex work. Yeah. That's also like a relationship Definitely. conversation. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it sounds like at least they're both on the same page to, to go in that direction from the start. Well, and I have to say props to both of you also for being in a relationship for three years and within, I'm guessing within that three years has been this last year of like pandemic life change awfulness. And the fact that you guys work together prior right. to now doing work where it's at your home, like yeah. that's got to be, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit that comes with working with the person that you are like loving and in a partnership Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And, and so yeah. it's like you, you've kind of, from what it sounds like, I'm like, if you guys were able to do that, this whole relationship, you'll be able to have the conversation about. Like, sure. It's a strong foundation. <clears throat> yeah. And I think to what you're, to what you're saying, every, everything has become, everything has probably moved into their home. Everything yeah. has become private. Yeah. So their relationship, their work, being together during a pandemic. And so there's no division anymore. And that can be trying. Totally. For any Anyone. relationship outside of what type of work you're doing together. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, we hope we've fixed. Well, we've hope, yeah, we've hope we've I'm not convoluted it more. Am I Dr. Phil? <laughs> I, hope not. Kidding. I hope not. Um, okay. And then <laughs> this next, this was a slide into our DMS. It was great. It just says, I just really want to travel. Oh, like, girl, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole message yeah i just, I just really, really want to travel. travel too i we all want to travel like oh man and people who are doing a lot of traveling right now um i hope they're staying safe <laughs> yes wear your mask I, drink yeah. hand sanitizer <laughs> you will be fine we're not doctors so that's not no. medical advice but i'm basically dr phil though um not really um okay so this next one I thought was actually kind of cute and it actually gives, it gives me anxiety to even like talk about, which is why I think it's a really important one that we bring this up. Okay. And I don't know if this was like post pandemic or what, when this happened, but um, this gal writes, she did not leave her name or location, but she writes, my husband and I impulsively purchased a food truck. It took some elbow crease to clean it up, but it's on its way to my dream job. We have hit a roadblock, though, discovering that it will not be as easy as we thought to make and sell food out of a truck. I don't want to give up on this dream. It just feels as though the hurdles are getting too high to jump. We are having trouble meeting the regulations required and operating one in our state, and it's extremely discouraging. Have you had any similar experiences like this? And if so, how did you guys handle it? P.S. I listen to your podcast while I work on my truck. And then my comment to that, though, was like, she didn't say if she liked it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you might listen to us, but it's that like it. Like there used to be when I used to like go to the gym more religiously, there would be playlists that I would put on and that just because they would motivate me to run. So the playlist would get over <laughs> yeah. faster. I think that's what we are. Because it sucks so bad. She's cleaning her truck so fast. Oh no, we're God. just kidding. 
Um, yeah, interesting. I mean, you know, in, in my in my profession currently, I have a ton of <laughs> have a ton of experience, particularly during the pandemic, of coming up against um, bureaucratic red tape. Yeah, and you know, I'm not gonna like speak obviously in depth on that, but it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think I think specifically in response to these unprecedented times when small businesses or entrepreneurs are just trying to get by and dropping every dime they have into these, these dreams or, you know, these, even these realities that need to pay their bills to then confront those barriers over and over again can be pretty frustrating. I mean, I think to that, to that end, just, continuing to try to persevere, talking about it, getting other people in your court. I think that, you know, I've found that, um, cause you said that they're like finding hurdles of getting permitted or stuff like something like that. Yeah. That's pretty much what it sounds like the, she said meeting the regulations required and operating. Yeah. And then, yeah, just the hurdles are getting taller, which comes with something like that. I mean, I'm definitely, I applaud you for just diving in and buying a food truck without mm-hmm. really knowing what you were doing because like I definitely am that person. I'm not the type of person to be like, I'm gonna feel what the pool feels like. I'm like, uh, is lava? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Like sure. I'll just dive in and I'll figure out what's in the pool once I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the um I notoriously am that way. Uh but yeah, I, I do think that it's like one of those things and I mean just my own experience of moving to Hood River, I signed a lease on my shop before I had my license in Oregon and I had to go through all of the hurdles and the loopholes to get my license. And it was like a two year process. So right. sometimes if you're patient, if you're able to sit on it and you know, just, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think, I think that, like perseverance, I guess. I, I think, yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I think you're right. I think patience and perseverance are, are key so long as you, have that, you know, that ability, that luxury, but don't drain your finances. I think it's important to remember that uh, there's, there's lots, hopefully not lots, but there are definitely other people in the same boat as you, or at least weathering the same storm and getting, and just having conversations and reaching out. I think that there are a lot, like we've found local um, professionals, you know, whether it's attorneys or architects or things that were willing to sort of like cut us deals or do things in trade Mm -hmm. or get really creative when those hurdles kept getting higher and higher and like the red tape or the regulations kept seeming like the goalposts were just moving out further and further. Um, I think there are people that want to help small businesses and want to give their time and or trade their time or delay payment until, you know, a later date. And so I think just continuing to have those conversations, you'll find some of those people, hopefully, well, network your ass off about it too. Like right. start talking to people be like, Hey, I got this food truck and I have this goal and I have this dream and I have this idea. And yeah. And even start talking to people like with my situation, I started to like become just a fucking nuisance to the health department. <laughs> they, they were like, Oh God, <laughs> you're just on their she's lawn. calling again. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally was on like first name based terms with, yeah the dude that was like the guy I should be scared of, you know, I was like, Oh, Hey, like, I'm not going to drop his name right now. Cause I sent him a Christmas card. <laughs> well, and I think I also um, want to give a little plug. Like we are definitely not sponsored by 
the small business development center. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, I will always plug their resources. And I, it's a, it's a nationwide organization, and then they have regional and smaller, um, you know, outlets. But they are offer free guidance for all small businesses. And even even as much as navigating, like where can I find out more about this all the way to how to get funding and things. So the last piece I want to say is just reach out to your small business development center, wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back. Um, Kat, what do you have? What do you have for us next? These are just, um, these two little blurbs are just um, stories. They're not questions. Oh, great. I love it. We love hearing your guys' stories. <laughs> this one I particularly loved because it was like, my husband and I decided to breed our beloved Yorkie, Bella. We bought show dog sperm and had the cutest puppies ever. Needless to say, now we have six Yorkies and no money. <laughs> and then she wrote, Wait, hashtag fail. Can fail you, hustle. <laughs> you can buy dog sperm yeah you can buy like expert like like not like on the regular market sperm. not on the black market i don't know i think it's like a there's probably there's got to be a website for it, it. hurts my head I does it know. get sent to your house i don't know how it works i know that my friend tarina she bred her lab using she bought the sperm on the internet or maybe not I, maybe it was through the vet i don't know but the she never met the boy dog that gave the sperm she just saw pictures of them do you think that the owners of the male dogs get paid to donate the sperm oh yeah they get paid lots of money for the sperm it's a weird thing i've never thought about in my life and it's like and then they get <laughs> incinerated artificially incinerated through the vet they'll do it but torino is a vet tech so she just was like hold my beer and just boom <laughs> babies and they were the Gross. cutest puppies ever so i imagine that it cost them quite a bit of money to incinerate I can't use the word inseminate inseminate i also think Yorkie. that we should adopt puppies i'm down i'm always down. no i mean adopt don't shop like, oh rescues go okay um i was like i want to make puppies i know okay <laughs> <laughs> uh this one is i don't know where this fits at all but it was way too funny not to share and also to anybody thinking that this dude is probably a dirty rapist he might be but at least I mean, we looked him, we really trolled his Instagram and his yeah. info and he didn't look like he was. He just looked like he was like, had a sense of humor, but he, right. He <laughs> oh, wrote, that's the scariest kind. He wrote, I know. <laughs> so he's probably really creepy. Um, he just said, I started driving Uber and I have used it as a way to meet chicks and it is as easy as shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> oh my God, that is totally a murderer. I know. I was like, oh my God. I don't know why He's I like, laughed. As a so matter of fact, I have two of them in a barrel I in know, my basement. They're in a barrel. But in my I'm like, crawl space. And he's not like Ted Bundy. Cute. I was going to say, sign yeah. Schmed Schmundy. So, yeah, Schmed. <laughs> Thank you, Schmed, for writing in. So, ladies, we're on to you. Be make sure your GPS is on anytime you go in any Uber. That should just be known fact. Right. Um, this one was kind of funny. Okay, ladies, love tuning in for happy hour with you. Question: What do you know about sugar daddies, and how can I get one? Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are so we are not the people to ask about sugar daddies. Maybe. Um, one of our friends actually, before we started recording today, just messaged us that she got a uh, 
an Instagram DM from a guy called Sugar Daddy Kyle 11, <laughs> yes. who was like, I want to be your sugar daddy and I'll give you like however many thousands of dollars plus $500 a day allowance. Nothing sexual. If you're interested, give me a call. And I was like, so I, I uh, searched Sh- Sugar Daddy Kyle, just the name, and there's like 432 of them. Oh, my gosh. And just, I, I just said, you should tell Sugar Daddy Kyle 11 that you're already hooked up with Sugar Daddy Kyle 10. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got to me <laughs> first. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Sugar Daddy. I don't know how to go about that. I, mean, I, think, I would Google it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some Peter Pans and... And the city where we live that are like older dudes that refuse to grow up and probably have money. Yeah. But oh, that, there's a lot of those. I'm like in my head, right? I'm having a flash reel. Are Peter Peter Pans are the Northwest version of sugar daddies? I think so. Yeah. They like to spend their money on younger chicks. And Oh, well then, yeah. Um, to the person that wrote that, just moved to Hood River, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> well, where would they hang out to meet these guys? Uh, the water. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag the trail. You're, yeah, you're going to need to um, get a Patagonia jacket and a water bottle that says P and Deb is fuck. And also, you're going to need to learn how to kite surf. Um, so it's fi- with five easy steps, you too could yeah. find yourself a Peter Pan <laughs> with money. I never thought of this as a Peter Pan. But, oh, that's so funny. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Go on the internet. Um, <laughs> this next question, it, it, I don't, I don't like this guy. Um, <laughs> perfect. Let's highlight him on our podcast. Yeah. And he said we could use his name. Oh, great. Um, so my girlfriend listens to you gals while she's getting ready in the morning. You gals talk about the modern day hustle. The hustle I am thinking of is an OnlyFans account. How do I tell her to, or how do I tell her I subscribe to the account of her flatmate from university, or do I not tell her at all? I am just supporting a gal trying to make money, dot, dot, dot. Cheers, Greg. First and foremost. <laughs> fuck you, Greg. Fuck you, Greg. Does it, OnlyFans exist outside of the States? Yeah. Or are you just trying to sound classy and not like you're secretly paying to watch your girl's hot ex-roomy fuck herself on the internet? Yeah, Greg's in Kansas. Greg is in Kansas. Oh, fucking definitely. in his mom's basement. Greg is probably actually right now... He's probably somebody that we know in this bar scene here. That's true. <laughs> and I think that's, that's why he's faking a British accent. He's like, uh, flatmate and chips. And chips. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, this sounds fake. Um, this is bullshit. 100% fuck you, Greg. Yeah, fuck you, Greg. And also, ladies listening, if your dude's name is Greg, you should really go through his phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Yeah, we don't assuming that he's one. not using an alias. And you're not you're not trying to support a gal trying to make money no. when it's like your girlfriend's ex-roommate who's hot like <laughs> 100% you wanted to sleep with her when your girlfriend was living with her and <laughs> no. then now you're using it only fans as a cover uh-huh for i mean that would be like any significant other just having nudes in their phone of your best friend and being like but come on it's your best friend at least i'm not looking at other i'm looking it's uh-huh. your sister at least i'm not looking at other girls i'm paying seven dollars a month to help her seven dollars <laughs> like um <laughs> i don't know what she's trying okay greg i do have a question for you if you have the balls to respond to us um my question is did you have a threesome with this girl when she was a roommate of your girlfriends <laughs> like yeah is there some sort of story of why you're like this 
supporting her. <laughs> like genuinely find any other person on OnlyFans. Yeah. Yes. 100%. I'm I'm pro OnlyFans. I'm pro sex work. <laughs> like, but but don't be shady about it. And yes, you should tell her. And yes, she should leave you and get her own OnlyFans. She should have. And then have your brother subscribe to it. Yes, 100%. (laughs) And your dad. Greg, that's our answer. Greg Sr. This next one is, hi, girls, love you. What's the worst thing you've ever done for money? Ashley from Toronto, Canada. I almost said California. What's the worst thing I've ever done for money? Yeah. I worked at a magic shop. That's... (laughs) Mine? Okay, I love that you said that because mine was, I worked one shift at American Eagle. <laughs> I was uh, out of there. You know, I, I can't remember if we've talked about this on this podcast before. The woman who, uh, there's a woman like in Ohio who was busted in a police sting. For, it was for sex work. Speaking of sex work. <laughs> um, story. And she, they like uh, set it up online to meet. She was a prostitute. They set it up online to meet with her. And she wanted $50 and nachos. That was like the deal. <laughs> and so they showed up and they were police. So they obviously stung her because the fucking police have nothing better to do than bust people trying to fucking pay their bills. And as they were busting her from the backseat of the cop car, she was like, all right, okay. Uh, hey, can I still get those nachos? <laughs> and she, they actually cited it in the police report. And it's my favorite fucking thing because she was still just like, all right, the 50 bucks or 60 bucks is out the window and I'm busted. I got it. But like cheesy nachos. The nachos? And that I remember the, the first time I first time I heard that some I was with a group of guys or something and they're sort of like making fun of her for wanting these nachos. And I was like, dude, I have blown so many dudes for free. <laughs> <laughs> for less for no nachos <laughs> you shitting me oh my god i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a full episode in its own well and she didn't even have to work like she's just getting arrested so she's like since we're in the drive-thru can i at least get a fucking gordita god damn you promised me this all right um i don't know i guess american <laughs> eagle magic shop yeah i would say um definitely just shitty jobs just working at american eagle for one day they gave me a gold star for selling a pair of pants and i wanted to punch her the gal in the throat i was like this is so stupid i i quit oh (laughs) i did have like a telemarketing type job my freshman year in college that was similar you got gold stars and you got to like pick snacks out of a filing cabinet like you were a little kid getting nap time (laughs) yeah no so demeaning this is so terrible and they think that they that because whatever team is working there at that time went to like one of those conferences where they're being uh-huh. taught about how to like te- do teamwork exercises. And I'm just like, no, fuck off. If I get a gold star sticker for my shitty fucking mall shift and I'm having to wear this goddamn headset. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Um, All right. Okay. This one's a little bit more on the serious end. She writes, uh madison from california writes i was wondering if you had any advice or experience with getting back your motivation drive after this past year i'm self-employed and love my job as an esthetician but i'm struggling with bouncing back into my workflow and working with people again cheers i love tuning in weekly with you thank you madison yeah um i think it's a major struggle for everyone right now yeah i would 
like a professional to answer this and yes. then get back to me and you. <laughs> I know. I feel like this is a question I would be asking anybody. Right that now. I'm sitting up right now and not lying on the floor <laughs> while recording and then just flipping popcorn into my mouth is uh-huh. a fucking miracle. Yeah. Um I'm wearing shoes, you guys. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> not, not to make yeah, I'm not to make light shoes. of this. In any way, I think we're all feeling it. And I think um this is not an answer to how to get it how to get our motivation or our drive back. But I want to say like, we're all weathering this and we need to have grace for ourselves that um, we can't do everything all the time, every day. And when we return to work or we return to being with people or we return to whatever it is, um, it's going to look a lot different. We have to be patient with ourselves. We have to um, give ourselves that latitude. I think we're also going to get have to communicate a lot more when returning to especially service work where you are working directly with people um, to communicate what we need. If you need a break, if you need to take a day off, if you need to walk away in between clients for an hour, if you need to go outside and scream and breathe, you know I mean? Just those things that are real, that we have pushed ourselves historically to not allow. Um, yeah. And again, just, I think getting people around you who are in a similar boat and trying to motivate each other. Totally. Well, and I think like that's going to be, and that's even, it's hard because it's like, I feel like misery loves company. And when you do get a bunch of people in the similar boat, right? it's, it is an easy quick trip because we're all in a similar boat. Anybody that's like self-employed right now or owns their own business or, or an artist. Yeah. Anybody. Um, yeah, that boat can sink fast. And I'm thinking, yeah. And it's like, I, what I've been doing is like, I look at Pinterest inspirational quotes in the morning. Like I just like wake up and get on my phone. Like I is bad habit, but at least like I immediately go to Pinterest and I'm just looking at like girl boss quotes. You got this, get out of bed, fucking move your legs, (laughs) put some shoes on. Like, and it doesn't really help. (laughs) But helping internally somehow. No, I think I think little little motivations or little successes or yeah. little um uh, little things that we can do to push ourselves, they create a foundation and they can stack up to we're never going to be like we were before this past year. No. There's and- no like return to normal. There's no new normal. Um there were a lot of opportunities, quote unquote opportunities or areas for growth or learning that arose out of the pandemic, but it was still a fucking pandemic that killed 500,000 Americans. So like, we're never going to be the same. So find new people, yeah. find new quotes, you know, take a different, walk a different path. Um, things that you can do that are really small, but, but meaningful. And I mean, also if you have the, if you have the financial ability, I say like, consider talking to someone, consider getting a therapist, Yeah, you know, whether that's like online or not, those are really healthy things to do. And it doesn't mean that you failed in any way. It actually is something that like makes you stronger and puts you in a better position to feel more motivated or even like your girlfriends and wine. Like that helps too. cheese, wine, girlfriends. Like what do I meant? Therapy in that order. Cheese, wine, girlfriends, therapy. Yes. That's how I do it. Um, and I'm clearly thriving. Um, (laughs) spend a lot of time in the wine. Yes. 
and cheese. Oh, oh Lord, so much cheese. Um, what I meant by the misery loves company, I just mean oh, yeah. like uh, be cautious of the people that you not cautious of the people, but if you see that you're all starting to feel really discouraged, just really make sure that the whole team focuses on like positive things mm -hmm. because it is a really slippery slope. It's like doing drugs. It's a gateway drug. All right. Um, last. Hopefully that just confused you more, Madison. Yeah. Sorry, Madison. Uh, uh, last one. Okay. Sorry, I just stole that from you. you craziest. This is from Ricky. 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 Craziest thing that you've done to get out of work, call in sick when you're just playing hooky. One, two, three, go. That's <laughs> what he wrote. <laughs> oh, I wait. I think Ricky Sunday was thought he was sending that to his boss. Um, <laughs> craziest thing i can't uh it, this wasn't me but for my best friend in college she didn't want to return to her job at the great american cookie company at the mall <laughs> and so she had me call her boss and say that her grandma died and she wasn't coming back to school oh, <laughs> oh no oh yeah um wait the grandma didn't die though right no okay I no got not in any way <laughs> And she might have already been passed. She might have already been passed. I was like, wait, well, no, I was like, I got super distracted. Um, <laughs> look, a kitty. Um, yeah, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I think I was like the master of making up shit when I was like in my early 20s. And now I'm yeah. like, I'm, I can't, you can see through None of it. Yeah, none of it seemed now. wild though. It just seemed like, yeah, you just make up. No, I think I would be like, oh, God, I think I'm getting a cold. And then I'd end up like staying on my rooftop in Seattle, like fucking drinking yeah. margaritas instead. And then that was great. <laughs> that was so fun. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for writing in. Uh, like Kat said, just continue to slip into our DMs, get in touch with us, comment on social media. Um, if Email. you, if you like and follow us on anchor, you can actually call us and leave us 60 second, uh, voicemails, which are really fun for us. Super fun. Then we get to hear different voices in this time of small circles around you. Um, but yeah, we love hearing from you guys and we will see you next time. While you're here, please take a moment to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at podcasttl or email us directly at thunderthighspodcast at gmail.com. On a final note, Please remember that you chose to be here, to listen to us speaking authentically and uncensored. This is not an educational podcast. You're here to laugh, cringe, and relate, not to be offended. We are open to your feedback, but we reserve the right to feedback your feedback. With all that being said, we are currently living in a culture of bullying, from the first grade to the White House. We do not support trolling, and we do not support bullies. If you feel bullied by our podcast or by anyone in your life, please access your supports and resources, or... Visit stompoutbullying.org to access a help chat line.